women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Welcome to the Women of Faith in Leadership podcast. This is officially the first episode, and I am super excited to have you here and to have you listening. So my name is Rika Whelan, and I am a mom of three kitties. They are currently five, nearly six, eight, and 12 years old. Yes, I do have a teenager in the house, and yes, it is driving me <laughs> yeah, a little bit nuts, to say the least. Now, I am South African, if you couldn't tell from my accent, and I've been living in Australia for the last 10 years. I was born and raised in South Africa, and I still love South Africa a lot. It is the most picturesque place that you could ever think to live of, all the mountains and all the scenery. It's just absolutely beautiful. And not to talk about the Kruger National Park, because that is a um, definitely a amazing, amazing place to visit as well. I am also married. I've been married for 17 years this year, and yeah it's been it's been quite a journey for us my husband and i decided that it, to make the move to australia would be the best thing for us and for our family we only had my daughter back then my first one so we decided when she was two and a half years old it was time to venture out into the world and actually before then we wanted to go to the united states but the doors closed for us on that one and we knew it was not God's will for us to travel there. However, when we decided to start looking into Australia, it was as if the doors just opened for us and we, we we really prayed about it and we asked God to open or close the doors for us and just to show us the way if this was the right thing to do. Anybody who has ever immigrated before will know that it is a very tough decision to make if you leave your family and go to a different country. So we had quite the time breaking the news to our family and it was it was yeah, it was heartbreaking at the time, but we knew we had a calling to come to Australia. And we do miss our family in South Africa very, very, very much. And over the last 10 years, we've struggled a lot with our feelings of have we made the right decision? Was this the right thing to do? Did we really hear God correctly? And yeah, we, we here we are. In January, we'll be here 10 years. And I actually can't believe that time has flown by. It feels like just the other day when we left South Africa. And uh, yeah, Australia is an amazing place to live and um, I cannot wait to hear where you all are from. So if you would jump on to Women 
of faithinleadership.com, there's a link that you can follow to join the community. So if you click on that link, join our free Facebook community and please go and post there where you are from. I cannot wait to meet you all in that group, in that, in that community connect with you all and just hear your stories of where are you in the world have you immigrated um, do you have a family everybody has a family but do you have children um, are you married um, do you have a partner and um, yeah just really look forward to connecting with you there so why this podcast why did I decide to start this podcast well I've been toying with starting a podcast for a very long time and it's interesting because a lot of the podcasts that I've listened to, the especially the first episode, that's what most people say is that they have been thinking about doing a podcast for a very, very long time. And um, I just thought, well, it's just another thing. I'm not going to have time for it. And um, I already have all the social medias that you can think of um, that I am on and and a podcast is just going to be a separate thing. I tried my hand at YouTube for a little bit as well, uh, not on this topic, on a, on, on a motherhood topic, but I just found that spending all that time editing videos, um, you know, putting in B-roll, you know, and all the things that makes up a great YouTube video for you to watch, it took up a lot of my time, and I was still working full-time at that point, so... Another thing about me is that I actually very recently gave up my full-time job to work from home because with the three children, one of them, the middle one, actually has autism. And it just burnt me out working full-time, trying to run a business, and the three children. It, it, was, it just became unbearable. It, became, it impacted our family life. And the pinnacle point for me making the decision to work from home was a day when I prioritized my work above my children and the uh, popo hit the fan that day and I knew that day I knew it in my soul it was a, I was going to quit my job and I was going to work from home I didn't know I didn't know what the plan was going to be I didn't know what I was going to do but I knew I had to quit my job and at that point in time, I was earning six figures. So it was losing that income is quite a big decision to make. However, my husband was on board as well because he knew that we couldn't go on like this. If things just couldn't stay this way anymore. Children were constantly attending before and after school care. He, my husband does shift work as well. So he was doing amazing, just doing drop off and pick up and uh, working the two of us just working around each other's schedule and if anybody's ever been in a leadership role which you guys are if you're listening to this podcast you know that the commitment that you give as a leader it's not 100% because it's 150% it's 180% maybe even 200% and that's wrong it's it's just we're so committed and so passionate about our roles and we just don't want to let the team down we don't want to let our uh, line managers down we just don't want to let anybody down so we give more than what we actually have to give um, and this really started bothering me it started bothering me that I, I gave 200% at work 150% then I only had 50% left at home and that wasn't right. It wasn't right towards me. I mean, my family. It wasn't right towards anybody, towards my personal health. And I made the decision that I had to leave my job. And it was a very tough one because I really, really, really loved my job. And uh, to this day, I'm not sorry that I left. Um, although I do miss the camaraderie and everything else that went along with my job and leading a fantastic and wonderful team. 
I knew that this was the right thing for me and my family. So I've been toying with the idea of starting a podcast, but like I mentioned, it, it just thought to me, just the thought of having another thing on top of my load, just, it scared me. So I started with the, with the business idea, which I thought was the right thing to do. So I started off as a consultant in my, in my industry and I didn't speak to God about it. I just didn't even seek his favor, um, his wisdom or anything in it. I just jumped in and I did it. And two months in, I was struggling. I, I just, I started making some money, which was great. But I just started struggling. I, I really just didn't like what I was doing. And I, I, I started thinking to myself, but am I really doing what I'm meant to be doing? And I started asking these questions. And just really, the Lord put some puzzle pieces together for me, uh, the yellow brick road, really, and led me to just spend more time with Him. He led me to realize that, that I didn't ask Him what was I meant to be doing. I didn't sit at His feet and say, but Lord, what is it that you want me to do? And I started doing that. I started uh, getting up earlier in the morning. I started uh, spending more and more time in the Bible, so much so that I would, um, <laughs> I, I realized one morning I was getting annoyed at my son for waking up early because I was still reading the Bible. And then I realized it's okay. God's not going to say, you know, God, I'm pretty sure it's okay. He knows that prioritizing my child at that point in time is okay because I can read my Bible again a little bit later, but my child needs me now. And one thing that really fills my son's cup is spending time with him. His love language is absolutely time. And, um, and so I started spending lots more time in the Word. I felt that I needed to stop the consulting business. I needed to just stop whatever I was doing uh, and obviously that meant not earning any money but just to trust him and just to, to, to sit at his feet and to listen what it is that I needed to do and I did that so I I just really started praying about it I, um, I started feeling uneasy when I was making certain decisions and I know it was the Holy Spirit trying to navigate and show me the way so in particular there was one day that I just didn't do anything in the business. I just closed it all up. I just didn't do anything, didn't respond to any messages. And I just opened up my Bible and I said, Lord, what is it that you want to show me? And the Lord showed me in Proverbs, he showed me, be weary of get rich quick schemes, trusting me. And I, that spoke to me so near and dearly because I had only, and you can hear from what I was saying before, I was only focused on making money. That was all that it was about. You know, at the end of the day, if my husband would come home, I was like, yeah, I made this much money. Yay, let's celebrate. And um, yeah, it just became all about the money. And I realized that, that that day that God wanted to tell me it's not all about the money. It's about It's about more than that, trusting me. And that's what I had to do. So I, um, I prayed that he would show me the way and he clearly showed me this podcast. He showed me Women of Faith in Leadership podcast and um, I, I, I'm still in awe today that he showed it to me that clearly and I'm so thankful that he did and here I am. I then realized um, maybe a couple of days later or maybe even the same day, a little bit later in the day, 
I was sitting, my, my two children were going to bed and I usually um, sit between the two rooms because both of them want me to sit with them but I can't do that at the same time so I basically sit on a children's chair, um, I'm sure all the mothers can relate, I sit on a children's chair between the two rooms so that both of them can see me out of their beds and feel okay mom's here, I'm okay. And as I was sitting on that chair that night, just working through some scriptures or I was listening to a, a fantastic podcast at that time because I was listening to Pastor Andrew Womack and he was I was specifically listening how to four steps to know that you are hearing God's voice because I wanted to be sure that I'm doing the right thing. And it was either that podcast or another podcast that I was listening to, but at that time I was listening to a podcast whilst they were, you know, um, self-settling in bed. And I immediately, it came to me like, an epiphany that in 2018 we had moved regional to where we were living at the moment and I was part of I had my son in September 2017 and I had time so I joined a mother's a church mother's group and it was during that mother's group one one day uh, it was a Wednesday morning somewhere in 2018 I'm not quite sure that God called me into the women's ministry and I I was so excited about it because I thought, okay, you know, the, the leader of that uh, women's group at the time or the mother's group at the time asked me if I would like to co-lead this group with her. And I was so excited because then I, I thought, okay, well, yeah, it is, you know, God's called me into the women's ministry and well, immediately someone invites me to come and co-lead this mother's group with them. However, I never had the chance to co-lead that uh, mother's group because then we had to move again so we moved back metro area and um, I always felt really sad like oh no did I just miss my calling you know God called me into the women's ministry and you know now this immediately like 24 hours later someone asks me to come and co-lead this mother's group with them but then now we're moving so now I'm confused I always thought that God meant that the women's ministry is in church. So, okay, we joined a church and I know I was kind of looking like, okay, what's the women's ministry look like? Can I join? What's the time commitment? Typical human mind stuff where you like sussing things out. And anyway, I didn't join the women's ministry then. And we um, have subsequently moved to two other churches, just been trying to find our place. And in particular, a church that's very accommodating to our daughter with autism, because that, that's very crucial to us is, you know, that just that acceptance, because not a lot of people do understand uh, autism. Um, and just whether you understand it or not, if you can be accepting of the family um, and the person, then that goes a far way altogether, because it is really hard to have a child with autism. And for many, many, many years, we didn't go to church and we didn't even put our foot out the door or even into the community because of our daughter with autism. You know, that's a, a that's a whole nother podcast or another episode in itself. But, you know, we, we yeah, so all this time I was looking, you know, is this it? Is this it? it is this it? And that night on that chair, God showed me that this podcast is the woman's ministry that he was calling me into. And I just sat there and I was in awe. I could not believe it. I, I was blown away. I was like, wow, God, this is just, just wow. I, I just didn't even have any words. I was just so surprised and so amazed. So, yeah, so here I am. I've started Women of Faith in Leadership podcast. And when I started thinking about, okay, but what do I really want to talk about? 
and um, one thing that I am extremely passionate about and I feel the Lord's hand over this all the years that I've been working so I've been um, next year I've, I'd be working for um, nearly 20 well 20 years nearly now and the last 20 years God's really prepared me for this moment and the thing that I'm passionate about the most is workplace culture and the reason I became so passionate about it is because I was engulfed in bad, bad workplace culture for a very, very long time. It's interesting because as a, as a Christian, you know, people do things and you know innately because we've got the Holy Spirit that it's wrong. And it just, it just it's unsettles you if you see what certain people are doing, the certain things that they are saying. And yeah, that's what happened to me. So when I was much younger, of course, I didn't because I, although I was a young, I was a young Christian, I, I grew up in a Christian family. So, you know, I always knew the Lord, but I gave my heart to the Lord and received him as my Lord and Savior when I was 13 years old. I actually met my husband through the church as well. So, you know, we were always just Christian, we were always Christians, but it was actually only really when we moved to Australia that my true faith in the Lord really began. And it's an amazing testimony that I'm loving to share with everyone listening here today because, you know, I grew up in a, everyone in my whole life being Christians. The school that I worked at, the school that I went to, all my family, all my friends, every single person was a Christian. Kind of living in a Christian bubble. And so when we moved to Australia, I was one of two people at my workplace that was a Christian. And all of a sudden I was confronted with a lot of the things that was mentioned in the Bible. And I, I just, I felt awful. It was an awful feeling going to work every single day. Um, in particular, there was a lady who really went out to blaspheme in front of me um, and to, to just tease me and um, mock me and like I said all the things in the, the bad things in the Bible but I pushed through I, I sometimes to this day don't know how I lasted so long at that workplace my faith in the Lord really strengthened and my relationship with the Lord really strengthened because all of a sudden I'm faced with all of this adversity I had to lean on him that was the only way I was going to get through but back in South Africa even though everyone was Christian there was still going on things going on in the workplace that just wasn't right gossip number one the the gossip amongst females and i've always worked in a mainly female dominated industry i have worked with a lot of males as well but nearly in every single place that i've ever worked it's mainly females and one of the things that we struggle with and i will put my hand up i'll be the first one to say one thing that we do struggle with is gossip because everybody likes a juicy gossip story everybody likes to say hey did you hear this and oh this is such a juicy juicy information and I got involved in that. It was it was just part of your everyday work life is to listen to what stories was going on. And it was safe to say that I was involved in all of that. Um, but not only that, it was cat fights between females and uh, all the things that's not nice. And uh, it just became, it, yeah, I, I ended up just keeping to myself most of the time with me and my friends and to be honest I was a little bit on purpose as well I would I would do certain things to annoy people just to see a reaction uh, to get a reaction out of them so yes I've done that all <laughs> and um, it's it's funny to think about it now that your whole purpose in life is just to ruin someone else's day by being on purpose and yeah so when I moved to Australia and I realized that I was the only Christian and I felt everything that I felt I truly felt started feeling as if 
I needed to show people what Christianity looked like. I didn't need to tell them I was a Christian, but I needed to live a life, an in, a life of integrity and just a life where people wondered, okay, why she's why is she who she is and you know, open up a conversation. It's, you know, because I'm a Christian and I don't believe in doing that or this or X, Y, and Z. Um, however, those doors didn't necessarily open. People didn't necessarily come and talk to me about it. However, I just kept, again, to myself. I made sure I always did the right thing. You know, integrity means doing the right thing all the time, whether somebody's looking or not. And that's what I tried to strive by. You know, strive by that saying, you know, what would Jesus do? And it was tough, was definitely very tough, but I, um, you know, and I did make mistakes. I got myself involved in some situations again. And actually, the, some of the situations that I got myself involved in, if I think about it now, it was, it was really just an attack. It was, you know, just Satan's way of trying to get me in trouble. And unfortunately, fell for those temptations and I got myself involved. But then as soon as I realized that I've made a mistake again, I fixed it and I apologized. By accident, I agreed with someone one day because I was being new in the country. I didn't quite understand all the different accents that people were speaking. And uh, this one lady was speaking to me and I just didn't understand what she was saying. And I was so tired of asking over and over again. Sorry, can you repeat that again? Sorry, can you just talk slower? I can't understand what you're saying. And so this one time I just agreed. I just agreed to what she said and unfortunately I really didn't agree to something very good and my boss called me in and said oh so and so said you agreed with them is this true and I was like and I and I said to my boss I was like no I cannot remember that I said that and she said yes so and so said you agreed with them this morning at this and this time in this place I was like oh and I, I just had to confess that I actually didn't understand what she said because of her accent I just agreed and that day I realized I can no longer just continue agreeing with people even if I don't understand them I have to just continue asking getting out of my comfort zone and saying I'm really sorry I do not understand you can you speak slower can you write it down she was speaking English but in just a different accent so yes <laughs> but um, in the end I started really focusing on the Lord and my relationship with him strengthened as well and I had the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity to become a leader to a team. And I think it is a calling on your life if God calls you to leadership. Leadership is also one of the spiritual gifts. And I truly believe that if you're a leader, one of your spiritual gifts is leadership. So uh, we'll definitely be delving a little bit into spiritual gifts into this podcast. I'm talking about that and how you can use them in, in your workplace. But... I had the wonderful opportunity to be a leader and when I actually started at that place where I worked, immediately, immediately I could sense oh, the culture's out of whack here, something's wrong and uh, people started telling me, that, oh there's so much gossip and there's this and there's that and I, I put my hands in my, in my hair and I was like, what am I going to do about this? I cannot lead a team that gossips and that does all of these things, I'm just not having it. So I put my foot down and I laid down the law um, to my team. And yeah, I really, really ruffled up some feathers. But I was just firm in my belief that I was going to create a positive workplace culture for everyone. Every single person who came into that workplace was going to have a good time. I mean, obviously, you know, you understand what I mean in terms of good time. Not You can't just have your way all the time. And it is a workplace. We've got goals to meet and we've got KPIs. 
but I wanted every single person who walked through that door to enjoy coming to work. I wanted every single person to know that they had a sense of belonging, that they belonged there and that this is their family, this is their work family. Because, let's be honest, we sometimes, depending on your work hours, and particularly, it was, this was particularly true for me, I spent more time at work than what I did with my own family. So work family is important. Having a good culture at work is important. Why? Because you're a family. You see each other a lot every single day. You have to endure each other, okay? And if you think about your own family members, there are some certain things that your family member does that annoys you. But you put up with it because they're your family, because you love them and because they're your blood. So why not put so much effort into your work family, okay? If something's wrong, you speak up. You don't just allow this bad workplace culture, this gossip or this one person that's got influence over everyone to just get their way because you wouldn't allow that in your family. You would speak up. You would have an intervention or you would sit down with that person and say, hey, you know, I've noticed this and I, I do it. I do it all the time because it's the right thing to do. I, I, I've started noticing things that my daughter's watching. And so I've spoken to her about that. I said, you know, my lovey, you, you have to be very careful about what you're putting inside your heart and into your mind because Bible says whatever your heart is full of is what's going to come out of your mouth. And so I don't want these things that you're watching to come out of your mouth because it's just not good. So if we can do that with our family, I truly believe we should be doing it with our work family as well. And I'm just so excited to be here. The main topic that I am going to be talking about is workplace culture and how you as a faith-based leader can tackle these problems. And I will also be talking about boundaries, how you can set not only boundaries for yourself so that you can have a healthy leadership, healthy workplace culture, but more importantly, be healthy with your work family. And also, if you put in those boundaries, it means you have time for your own family. I'll also then be talking about leadership, so specifically touching on some leadership subjects. And then the main aim of the podcast, obviously, is faith, is to talk about my faith, talk about your faith, and just connect with each other and share what the Lord has put on my heart share what the Lord is showing to me in my daily prayer and how you can practice faith in your leadership every single day. In the upcoming episodes, I will be talking about what is workplace culture and why you should care about it. I've already touched about it. I've already touched on it today, but I'll be delving a little bit deeper into that. And then directly after that, I am jumping into a gossip series where I'll be discussing what the Bible says about gossip and how you can deal with gossip as a Christian leader, and why dealing with it is very, very, very important, and why you should not just leave it. If you are going to just think it's going to go away by itself, I'm really sorry to tell you it is not. So it's very important that we take these things seriously, and that we take our work family seriously, and that we look after them and their mental health. So I am looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. And I look forward to connecting with you on the Facebook group. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. 
your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts scroll down to the review section and leave that review then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.